Night Talk, giving you depth and texture to the conversations that matter. Monday to Thursdays, 10 p.m. Are you a member of a Stockfell? Uh, how much is your, or what kind of, or a burial society, right? Because they take on a very similar fashion. What type of Stockfell are you into? Uh, and what, how long have you been a member of it? What is the arrangement of your Stockfell? And what is your monthly contribution, if that is the case, to that particular Stockfell? I'd love to hear from you. I really, really would love to hear from you. And do you think that you're receiving value for your participation in the Stockfell? Do you think that there is strength in your collective buying power as the members of the Stockfell? And how do you make use of the money that you save over the month? Are you a month-to-month Stockfell that pays out or are you a Stockfell uh, that saves and invests and only does one big payout uh, once a year. Different stockfells obviously operate very differently. Some stockfells aren't even cash stockfells, right? Some are like one of my mom's stockfells, grocery-based stockfells. And that too seems to have a great deal of buying power because where and how they spend their money is an important decision. And retailers are fighting for that sort of collective buying power. Um, and, and, and But the reality is most stockfells don't invest. Many stockfells are not banked. Many stockfells save the money under the mattress and once a year the treasurer's house will get broken into and the money will disappear and there will be a fight and there will be a court case and the stock file will be dissolved and a new stock file will come about. Or maybe the treasurer just disappears with the money. That does happen. Some stock files have a rotating treasury position where the seat changes every other month. Uh, it's a fascinating part of our economy, but an important part of our economy. And Zika Masondo, who's the CFO of the National Stockfell Association of South Africa, is with us. They have a banking, a cooperative banking license, and they hope to bank Stockfells. Ntika, good evening. Why? Why are you trying to bank Stockfells? Ah, good evening, Oliver, and good evening to your listeners. Um, very good question that you're asking, and I think you you touched on it uh, when you said, "Is there collective value? Uh, are the members realizing the collective value?" So. Um, we at the National Stockfell Association of South Africa, we've been around for over 30 years with a focus on regulating and advocating stockfell groups with emphasis on protecting and promoting the stockfell yeah. uh, practice. Our members started coming to us and, you know, expressing challenges they were having with with the with the management of their money uh, and particularly their interface with the so-called formal economy. So bank, big banks, insurance yeah. companies, et cetera. And one of the issues is just uh, part of it is just a, a languaging issue where they, they, they don't understand the products and the products mm-hmm. are not necessarily aligned with them. So um, the reason we have, embarked on this part, number one, is we've been given by a mandate by our members that we must create products that make sense for them. But over and above that, it is the realization that we do need to realize the collective value yes. of the stock or practice for the members. Yeah. So you guys are a cooperative bank. What, is, what does that mean? So we are a cooperative financial institution and we're in the process of applying for an upgrade to a cooperative bank. So we are registered under the Cooperative Bank Act of uh, 2007. Um, So what it means is we are a deposit-taking institution. Uh, We can't take deposits from from members. Um, Tied to that is 
under Government Gazette 37903 of August 2014, uh, Stockfall groups basically are exempted from the Banks Act, so they can collect money, right? Yeah. But now, to your point, some of this money is under a carpet, some of this money might be in a bank, etc., and so forth. Um, um, so, so what we've done is we've said, well, basically, in order to ameliorate and, and create the proper infrastructure mm. for members' money, we need to basically create uh, uh, a, a relevant banking institution that is nuanced to the needs of Stockfall members. Yeah, and 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 what what does what does that mean? That you have when you say members, describe that to me because when we talk about banks or financial institutions, we talk about yes. customers or clients. But you're an association, so you speak about members. Who are your members, and what mandates do? How does the mandate that you speak about work? Okay, cool. So we 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 are we are a number of things, uh, but I think the two biggest ones I can speak to at the moment is we're we're an association, a self. Um, a self-regulatory uh, institution that is approved by the Reserve Bank. And right. in terms of that, the mandate we, we've gotten from the Reserve Bank is to regulate stockfall groups, right? So that's the one. And then, as I said, under the Cooperative Banks Act, we are a member-owned organization which basically looks after their money through the CFI license. But over and above that, um, this institution has always been this institution has always been member owned so when we speak of members there's two there's two there's two uh layers to it yeah members are stockpile groups and then it is the it is the underlying individual members of those stockpile groups right we 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 basically see them on both levels at any given point in time right and 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 so um to become a member to the association how does that work to become a member, you 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 have to apply. So, and how you apply is you can apply through our website, or you can apply by calling us. So, uh, and through both, uh, you can become a member. There's no membership fee. You have to go through a process where we just have to verify whether you are a genuine stockfell. You have to have a constitution to ensure that there is there's there's governance around what yes. you're trying to do. And quite importantly, um, because of the proliferation of uh, pyramid schemes um, into the stockfall space. Uh, we we have to ensure, and again, this goes back to the regulatory mandate that we have yeah. uh, through the PA. We have to ensure that you are a genuine stockfall yeah. uh, that is doing that that is focused on self development and cooperation and achieving member objectives. Yeah, so you can't be a triple M scheme and then call yourself a stockfall effectively. You can't be United African Stockfell and then uh, call yourself uh, a Stockfell. Yes, you can't. <laughs> you can't basically. So, so one of the one of one of. So, I'll give you one of the challenges we have. We we don't um, we don't we we don't service crowd uh, crowdfunding platforms, and the reason for that is because we believe a proper Stockfell is composed of people who know each other, who have a common bond. Yeah. of sort uh, it's not something well so basically definitely so uh, hence one of the biggest things we do as a um, and that's been basically the the major part of our history is we've basically regulated the space to weed out your triple m's and the yeah. united african stockholders so yeah. one thing i'll say to you is um united african stockholders as well as triple m they approached us for membership and based on the content of the application we we said no Right. You know, right. 
and they they couldn't they couldn't be our our members and then uh, as history proved that, as history proved that um it it did come out that basically they weren't uh, promoted yeah yeah, basically that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. I want us to talk about a few more regulatory issues, but also focus on the benefit of being a member of the association. But all of that on the other side of this break. Night Talk with Oliver Dixon. It is 17 minutes to the top of the hour. I'm in conversation with the Chief Financial Officer of the National Association of South Africa, Stockfell Association of South Africa, Nzika Masondo. And we're talking all things banking stock files. What are your thoughts? What are your questions? We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call. The number to dial is 86 0002032. I'm also taking your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614104107. Tweet me. It is at Oliver underscore speaking on Twitter, Oliver Dixon on Facebook. So, Ntika, you, you then have uh, regulatory licenses or you have uh, operational licenses to a certain extent um, from the Reserve Bank. And I'm also assuming from the uh, Financial Conduct Authority of South Africa, or FSCA as we typically call them. That means the association members' monies are safe with you. When you take their monies to bank it, how does that work? Oh, okay, cool. Um, so at the moment, uh, we operate on a, from a cash perspective, we, we operate on an indirect uh, infrastructure model. So we have a sponsor bank, um, and if members wish to deposit their money with us, they will deposit the money within that sponsor bank, and then we will manage the treasury aspect of that money. And by that, and primarily for us at the moment, it is through uh, the retail savings bonds, um, because the retail savings bonds were, were, were created to be competitive with the interest rates that are given in the open market. So. Yeah. Uh, we, we've been quite excited by the work the National Treasury has done in terms of encouraging investment. And so we basically leveraging of that. Um, so when members deposit with us, they, they deposit the money, it goes into a bank account, and then basically it goes to uh, Treasury bonds, specifically cooperative retail savings bonds. So what, what, are, what are savings bonds? Is it, is it an investment product? Where do you find it and how do you leverage it? So basically... you. You can find it. You can go directly. So there is a there is an open market. People can go directly to Treasury for this. However, uh, through our engagements with uh, Treasury, uh, what we soon saw it, what we seen soon saw is that yeah. there's a gap in the market in terms of being able to reach the audience and being right. able to get the audience to be comfortable with investing. Right. So through the bank, what we're able to do is we are able to perform the mobilization and collective and collecting um, mechanism and then basically channel it towards um, the appropriate investment. So I'm just what I'm just saying at the moment is from a balance sheet perspective on our side, uh, I'm saying if the lives are deposits on a credit side, on the on the on the on the asset side, what we are sitting with is um, government bonds and some liquidity naturally uh, in the in the safe uh, commercial banks. So that's yeah. but generally the approach. But what I what I'd emphasize though, Ali, is that we 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 wouldn't stop there. Yeah. Uh, we 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 don't mean to stop there at all. But uh, given the history and the complexity that people perceive around banking. We've tried to make it as simple as possible because what we want to do is empower people to understand banking in its entirety. Yeah. 
And so that's why when you ask the question, uh, how do you do it? We're trying to make it as simple as possible so that anyone who banks with us knows exactly uh, where their money is at any given point. Yeah. And, and, and obviously there needs to be certain corporate governance uh, mechanisms in place to ensure that happens. Describe to us from a governance perspective how you guys are structured and operate. Oh, thank you, man. That's 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 a nice question. So, and it's an exciting question because we just um, so when we started, when we formed the initial board was a a very technical board uh, formed of uh, individuals with commercial experience and quite a bit of uh, banking experience itself. Yeah. So the exciting part is last year at, at our annual general meeting, we voted in. Uh, Stockfell members from grocery clubs, burial societies, etc., to become uh, members uh, of that board. So the board is the highest decision-making power of this institution, and it's made of members. It's, I'm yeah. saying it; they are voted in by members, right? And then within there, specifically to your question around investment, we have an asset liability and management committee, which then drafts a financial risk management policy, which is which then determines the the, the the assets which the institution can invest in. So that policy will specifically highlight that we can only put money in commercial banks, uh, cooperative banks, or, or let's say all banks recognized by the Prudential Authority, yeah. and then other assets. And the only other asset at the moment, as I've said, would be retail uh, savings uh, bonds. However, right. over and above that, then there'll be other products and services. And so then we have quite a number of committees. The committee I'll just like to highlight at the moment, which we are excited about again, is the product committee, because that product committee whose job is to translate member needs into the products that yeah. basically are service to the to the members. Yeah. So I was, my next question was going to be, what is the unique benefit of a stock file banking uh, with you instead of just going to a conventional big five retail bank? Uh, and I guess in part you're answering it around uh, members' needs very specifically. There's a product committee that designs and designates resources to specific products that benefits members uniquely and directly. But talk to me about that unique benefit that a stock file will gain from being a member of the association. Yeah, yeah, Oliver. So you, you, you're, you're touching on it uh, quite intimately. I think there's our very proposition is threefold. Number one, it's the need to improve the money infrastructure for stock files. Um, and what do I mean by that? You spoke um, very well around how some of these stock files don't bank their money with banks first and foremost, right? And uh, even those that who that do bank, they still use cash a lot. And so the example I'll use uh, is where money is put into the bank account, but come end of the year, that all, all that money is withdrawn, right? Yeah. Uh, and so, which is which is which is quite problematic, and um, the lack of uh, digital infrastructure for for stockfills uh, specifically, right? That is an issue. So that speaks to the money infrastructure. The second one will be real economy alignment with the banking. So you need to ensure that if you're a grocery club, um, us as a bank need to be equally invested in ensuring that we help the group in achieving the real economy objective of getting their groceries, including yes. uh, being worried about the delivery 
um, sourcing of the best products at the best price, et cetera, and so forth. And the third one, which again goes back to your initial important point around the collective value, it is about ensuring that the stockfall practice and members putting their money in, it must yield wealth for the stockfall practice as a whole yeah. and it proliferates to the stockfall group and the individual at the end of the day. So that's the threefold benefits that you get. And I, I think, Oliver, um, the, 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 the big takeaway from this is this. Um, we need more cooperative financial institutions. We need more cooperative banks. We need more nuanced banking, which is very sensitive to the needs of its audience. Uh, South Africa has a very small banking. Um, it has a very small um, banking uh, sector in terms of uh, numbers, if you compare it to other countries. And it has a very profitable sector. So the financial sector is 25% of our GDP. So yeah. what that means is that when you exclude it from the financial services uh, sector in any way or your needs are not being met, you indirectly start paying a tax. Uh, whilst your needs are not being met. And so it's quite important that we get more of these institutions. So our focus is Stockfall, and so we're trying to do it for Stockfall groups. And some Stockfall groups will, over time, become their own banks, in our view. Yes. Uh, we actually do have a Stockfall in the Northwest, which we're proud of, which um, is its own uh, cooperative financial institution uh, as we speak. So we need to see more of that because nuanced banking aligns the financial and the real economy. Yeah. Actually, how big is the Stockfell market industry sector in South Africa? Uh, how many Stockfells are operational and what is the market value of each of those averaged out? Okay, cool. So basically, each Stockfell on average has 20 members and they save 300 rands, you know, which is about 60,000. The calendar is usually 10 months, which is 60,000 rands worth of savings. And there are about um, 800,000 Stockfell groups. Um, on the lower end. Uh, so that gives you a figure of about 48 to 50 billion rands. Annually. Uh, in the stock market. Annually. My goodness. Right? Yes. So, and I, and and this is, and I'm saying this is, this is the figure that a number of um, research institutions come to, but we, we do believe that that's, that's on the lower end. It's right. probably higher. Then you have certain stock groups such as rotational savings, which are quite hard, it's quite hard to capture they are the value that they bring. So burial societies are easy because they save perpetually. So yes, they start to develop a balance sheet which can be seen. Then you have grocery clubs, which are almost in the money market space. They save over the 10 months, then the money goes out, then it comes back in again. Yes, But the exciting thing for us is if you create infrastructure around all of this, suddenly you can capture the whole industry and you can start to articulate it. You can start to see where it's going. And you can start to provide the necessary market linkages. Again, to go back to realizing the collective value yes. of the Stockwell, um, uh, the Stockwell practice uh, as a whole. So how big is the National Stockwell Association of South Africa at the moment? So we are 125,000 Stockwell groups. And when you use that figure... It's we use it. It's 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 it. We've we've had to use that figure within the context of that's the active uh, membership base on our database, and yeah. it, it is an estimate because we are we 
if you look at the numbers, the actual numbers, we we are 150,000 plus. Yeah. If you look at the actual numbers, so we are 125,000 members, and the figures I was giving you of an average of uh, 300 rand savings yeah. on a monthly basis and 20 members. That's where we draw that because we, um, because we're as big as we are, we think our membership base is a good proxy for the the complete population. Yes, yes. I mean, it's it's a su- large enough happen. sample size to give an idea of what's happening broadly in the market yes. uh and 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 how much are you guys banking as as, as a deposit collector so we, we 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 are in our nascent stages uh as a bank so we got our license in 2021 um so two February, years ago a year and a half ago yes exactly so we went through the phase that most banks go you get excited about getting the bank and then you have to put in the hard work of developing the necessary infrastructure right. to realize your your ambition so we we are still there we just started but in terms of our membership base we have a hypothetical balance sheet of 7.5 billion that we my goodness we have the hard job of realizing and right. so um what i'll do for you oliver is i'll share i'll share some of the pictures uh from just this past weekend where you can see our 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 field agents on the ground nationally speaking right. to members uh, and basically onboarding them onto onto the onto the bank um you know and there's some interesting challenges we never thought we'd have uh, when we started this and some of them are for example um uh members in a cooperative banking institution like ours members have to put in capital in yes. order for them to to bank so now we are we we have decided to focus more on engagement than deposits initially and right, right. we are doing that so that members really understand what they're doing they really understand uh the benefits so that they appreciate that this is their own institution they own it and they can get on the board they can be, become part of yes. the governance uh, structures so we've decided to make that the the initial focus because for us to reach the 7.5 billion uh, we do need members to really appreciate the vehicle and the value that it's trying to bring for them. Yeah, that's absolutely magnificent, man. And 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 I really do hope that you guys get that growth going um, and and actualize that seven point five billion. Although there's what yeah. sixty billion that you could potentially go and actualize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, we we really think yeah. So we 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 think we'll achieve it. But to just give you some numbers, we we meet with. With only a staff complement of um, plus minus hundred, uh, yeah. close I'm saying plus minus hundred. Let me say, uh, we are reaching up to four thousand groups uh, on a on a monthly basis. Right. So we're meeting a lot of people. So now you have to say four thousand times twenty. That's eight eight thousand people. Yes. Uh, and then eighty thousand, not only people but families. Yeah, I, you know, I, I want to ask you this final question. We really only have two minutes, and it perhaps is the more normative and perhaps controversial question to ask. Stockfells are essentially historically, uh, and not well, not exclusively, but definitely historically, a, a a financial instrument created and used by black people in South Africa. If that collective uh, financial muscle is one galvanized and, and collectivized into a single association or several associations with uh, uh, you know developmental ideals 
What does that mean for the economic buying power and decision-making leveraging power that black people collectively would have in South Africa? Wow, that's a very big question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what it would mean for me. Uh, we For, for ourselves, we, we really think what would happen if we got it right, because your question touches on why did we do this um, yes. to, to begin with. Um, you know, to end poverty, you need to end dependency. And to do that, you need to create infrastructure where people participate and become their drivers of their own self-development. Yeah. yeah. So doctors are a quarter of the adult population. If you get a quarter of the adult population to own uh, their money and to own uh, their pro- their consumption, so there's, you, you get rid of the disjuncture between consumption and ownership, yeah. then suddenly you really turn a lot of things um, on their head. I think, mm. if anything, it's positive for the country as a whole. Right. But given our historical uh, realities, it does actually make us realize the dreams of a post-94 uh, democratic South yeah. Africa. Absolutely, man. You guys have a hotline for interested members of Stockfells uh, to reach out, get more information, and perhaps start the conversation? No, we definitely do. Uh, the number... Is uh, I never have all the struggle to memorize it. It's oh eight seven four seven zero zero double eight four. I'll just say it one more time. It's zero eight seven four seven zero zero double eight four. Or alternatively, they can email us at info at nasasa.co.za. Thanks a lot, man. I really, really do appreciate it. And thank you for starting this conversation. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I do want us to speak further on a separate occasion about the different products that you guys are coming up with so we can understand from a literacy level what those the benefit of each of those products are. And perhaps you have people out there who've got ideas for products that they can perhaps communicate to you and that you guys can start uh, designing and aligning your infrastructure to include those. But really do appreciate your time this evening. Uh, Oliver, thank you very much to you and your guests. Thank you so much. And your audience. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It is a minute after 11 o'clock. Greg Hose has your final news bulletin.